0: The international game has me. The marks kill a jar. We'll
1: see.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 42 of Hoop Darshan. Oop
0: Episode
2: number forty two, episode number Tony Allen, episode number Al Hofford, episode number Elton Brand. We are like going into some of the not so great numbers right now, but we're here. We're here on episode forty two.
0: Episode uh-huh. Episode Douglas Adams, the life, the universe and everything.
2: That's right. You
0: know? <laughs> if you guys don't get that reference I, I shake my my head in in shame. <laughs>
2: Uh good, good, good start to... The <laughs> uh, we've got a few big, big ticket uh, India basketball related items to talk yes. about before we get to our special guest. Um, let, let's start with the first one that is, the BFI will have confirmed that they will host two FIBA Asia tournaments, one is the FIBA Asia Women's Cup and the second one is the under-16 ABC in India in Bangalore and Hyderabad respectively. And it is also a tournament that will, for the first time, have uh, Australia and New Zealand as well in it. So this is this is huge for India, isn't it? It's the first tournament we're hosting since 2009.
0: It is there. Um, so I think just I think they changed the uh, PBA Under 16 Asia to Chennai. It, it won't be Hyderabad; it'll be in Chennai. Okay. Am uh, correct? Yeah. So, but. Yeah, uh, the BFI won this. I mean, we've been hearing rumors about this. We talked to Himanshu about this in a last episode. Um, It's been confirmed since after 2009. Now, India will host the same two big FIBA Asia tournaments. Uh, Your hometown will will get to host the FIBA Asia Women's Cup, which is the first time they're getting Australia and New Zealand in. Yeah. So, that should be a lot of fun.
2: Um, That should be a lot of fun. And I've also read that they're getting... um, the main stadium resurface and also secondary stadium resurface. So That's that's awesome for like Bangalore infrastructure because we still don't have a good indoor court in the city. It's a shame. Isn't, isn't Panthavira supposed to be pretty awesome?
0: I don't know. I mean, everything I've heard about it is it's supposed to be it's a great stadium. It's no? a
2: great stadium. It's not a good basketball arena. Like, the court yeah. is yeah. shabby and it's not always well laid out and stuff like that. So, uh, it's good that that's getting a proper remake.
0: So I'm um, I'm looking for the at the dates right now the the FIBA Asia Women's Cup is going to be in end of July and the FIBA Under 16 Championship for women will be in end of October. So we'll definitely get uh, get you as a local Bangaloreite, Bangalorean, Bangalorean uh, to is give it Bangaloreans better. Yeah. To, to to give us sort of like uh, uh, you know like 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 a city guide before this big tournament happens. I think it's yeah. it is the biggest. Like, don't underestimate it. This is the biggest women's championship in Asia, and it's going to happen in India. We'll get to see some great players, and and I'm excited about like our own uh, women's young team. Sort of like they were, they were very young team two years ago. Uh, It was the first, you know, post Gitu and Jose era, Um, and they did not play well at all. But I but I think they're coming together, and I feel that. or in in their homeland i i hope i hope we get to see great things from them
2: yeah and i think it's it's important to mention here that we are now in level 2 and yes while that's all into level 2 which is not a good yeah while that's not ideal i think it's great that we get to play much more winnable games in front of the home crowd that's it's going to be huge for the yeah. home crowd to see us uh, not just play but play better than most teams we should ideally top level 2 we, ideally we should win level
0: 2 yeah, but uh, and and win every game, uh, which is I guess it'll be great for the new uh, news headlines that India is perfect in the tournament. <laughs> at but w- what it really means is that we are perfect in a, a in a relegation relegated um, zone basically yes. in, in the in the relegated league. So to right. say, right.
2: Um, uh, but regardless, it's I think it's great news for Indian basketball. And if anyone lives in Bangalore, uh, please go ensure that you go. Watch the games, support the games, support the Indian team, and like, just it's a high quality tournament, and it's not worth uh, missing. Yeah. Uh, Um, Secondly, the the UBA season four is set to begin next week in Chennai. So uh, yeah, also in
0: Chennai, Chennai gets some more action. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and we mentioned this at the end of last episode. Like, we keep talking about the uh, the league and basketball not having a professional league and so on. But then UBA is now in Season 4 of it then. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, in Season 4 and they're bringing, I think this time they're, uh, for the first time they're bringing a lot of uh, American players who, 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 who played with the, with the UBA sort of pro camp in Phoenix mm-hmm. uh, a few months ago. So every team is going to have at least one um, so import player, so to say. Okay. Um, wow. Including uh, Alex Scales, who has played one game in the NBA. Wow. He played one game for the Spurs back in back in 2005. Uh he's played around the world. I think he's played in eleven countries around the world, and India will probably be his twelfth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So um he'll he'll be the quote unquote marquee name at this tournament. Uh it should be cool. I mean they they start off in Chennai next month and then they move to Goa for the semi final. This it's a month long league. Uh it's it I mean these leagues are always entertaining and uh, they'll be on 10 sports it, it, it's just nice to have Indian basketball on TV alone, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: the two uh, we had uh, we had a guest from the UBA uh, a few episodes Paul ago Crane. shout Paul out to him shout out to Mr. Paul Crane and it's a properly produced tournament when you watch it on TV it's a decent TV experience it's not one of those DD yes. sports and Novi Kapadia type things but,
0: uh, <laughs> Yo, why you gotta hate on our man Novi Kapadia <laughs> if he's if he's listening to this podcast right now you just you just spoiled his day
2: I'm sorry no we of that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I very much doubt him listening to our podcast but I'm sorry <laughs> uh, but yeah like it's a properly produced um, tournament and it's a, it's a good experience and this time there's not even like a BFI embargo on it so I think most of the players might end up playing as well so it, sh- it should be good should be good
0: yeah, I haven't heard the official official word from the BFI yet about the the cancellation of their of their embargo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I hope it is so so that, like... It, that would be a game-changer because, you know, right now we have, you know, our, our guys like, uh, you know, like, if, for example, Amrit Pal Singh, who was played in the Japanese D-League, and Yalvinder Singh, one of the most talented players in India. They, they are going to Mizoram next week to play in the Mizoram Basketball League, which the BFI allows... Um, but, but they don't allow the UBA league, which is a, a much larger league. So, I've, I feel the, these guys, even somebody like Amrit Pal, who, you know, who was in the NBA D-League draft last year, who played, who's won the Japanese D-League title, he, even, even he wants more basketball exposure. He wants to keep playing. You know he, he, he wants to take every opportunity that comes his way. So, I think a lot of India's top players would, would seriously consider the UBA. That said, don't we have some some uh, relevant BFI news that may re- be the real game changer for these guys? That's it.
2: Later. When you mentioned game changer, I thought of like that being the perfect segue to the next topic. But like, yes. you took over point guard duties this time. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. We,
0: we play. We both play off guard. Yeah. Know, yeah. Every yeah. time.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's huge news. Why don't you tell our listeners what this huge news is?
0: It's very cryptic. Huge news. It, yeah it's very cryptic and cautious. you and I over these years have learned to take everything with a very cautious grain of salt yes um, so the BFI in the press release that confirmed the the FIBA Asia events in India they just added one line at the end saying that the, the BFI is also wait let me actually read that line just to be just to be completely sure about uh, the, the, the crypticness of this of this of this news, um, just give me one minute. Yeah, like the the, the press the press release said BFI to host two FIBA international events in India during 2017. Semicolon National League also announced. And to me, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why isn't that the the main story? National League also announced. Yes. And the, the whole the whole article is basically about the two FIBA Asia events, which of course deserve a lot of attention. But at the very end, it just says Mr. Govindraj, who is the president of the BFI, also made the initial announcement regarding the conduct of a National League for Men later this year. Further details will be made public in March. So and that's it. That was the full stop end of the an end of conversation. It's I have so many questions, Koshik.
2: <laughs>
0: I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> the nation wants to know the, what the is most, happening. The
2: most important <laughs> question is is it time for a butter chicken party or not?
0: First of all, we there's always time for Butter Chicken Party. But yeah, we are talking about the mythical Zion Butter Chicken Party. You know, the, the greatest Butter Chicken Party of all time. Yes. Uh, I think I I think we may finally be getting to that time. I think this is why when we were speaking to uh, BFI's Mamshu Dabir in our last episode, he was kind of like playing around this question. He has being coy about it because he's known this. Uh Let's see what happens like uh, we have to wait one more month to hear more specifics about this league My mind is going crazy right now. I'm trying to control myself from like Imagining too much because whatever I imagine it's more likely to be not as much fun as my imagination (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That said this is definitely great news. This is uh, Whatever it is. It's definitely progress for Indian basketball and um and 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 as we are talking about our guys you know wanting to play in mizoram or in the uba if the bfi can get off its own national professional basketball league a proper one it solves hundreds of problems with indian basketball
2: yeah absolutely I, I like just like you i've also gone on crazy thought processes like that should not just should not go that deep for uh, anybody with the same mind like i've always uh, i've thought of almost about like what would happen to the nationals like would people play both in that and the professional league or will it get relegated to a second tier tournament so clearly like not good for so the i have same an answer mind. to that it, that is going to be the same thing that happened with ranji trophy and the
0: ipl like yeah. the best players the best cricket players in the ipl and like the the, the youngsters and the b the b squad are in the, are in the so the ranji trophy will be our nationals yeah yeah
2: exactly uh,
0: um, my Mike, my, my one hope is that I hope my home state of Uttar Pradesh gets a team. I just yes. feel uh, like the, 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 the there's no UBA, there's not that many UBA teams in North India, really. I mean, they, well, the, none of the UBA teams actually play at home. You know, yeah. even the, the Delhi, Ariana, Punjab teams all play. They'll all play in Chennai. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, we both hope I that you know every team has a home court. You know. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I want UP to have a team. I, I, like uh, specifically, my home city Varanasi has given so many great Indian basketball players, but our infrastructure is so shitty. So this may be a good excuse to to build things up from home. Oh, uh, definitely.
2: What about what about like home games at UP college courts in Varanasi? Oh uh, they're gonna be incredible.
0: It'll, it 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 might end up being Lucknow since it's the capital. But either way, um, well, yeah, anyways, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself.
2: I think I think, <laughs> I think we definitely need to have uh, the Banaras Bulls. That that has a good <laughs> the, It it it's the Banarsi
0: Bhaiyas. That's it's already been uh, trademarked. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sponsor that
2: <laughs> with non-existent money from our oh <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah so clearly, guys. Like, I hope you guys are not as uh, invested in this as both of us are. Like we've We're thought- going to be so disappointed in <laughs> a month from now. Yeah, we've <laughs> thought like way too much into this. <laughs> um, so,
0: so, so before... Guess- so speaking of leagues, like let's talk about a slightly better league than, you know, the, the Indian Pro League, the NBA.
2: Just a little bit.
0: <laughs> just a little bit better. Uh, the NBA All-Star game is... I mean, I guess by the time you guys hear this, it'll be just around the corner. And we decided, you know, let, let's go all, all in into this. And we got one of... The, the great, great minds in India um, for, for NBA basketball, Akshay Manwani, to come and talk to us uh, and, and give us an in-depth preview of both the All-Star game, as well as, um, you know, what's happened in the NBA season so far, what to expect. We're going full blast in with the NBA. So, if you guys aren't into that kind of stuff, don't listen, but you should probably listen. It'd be fun. You're yeah,
2: like, why aren't um, you into that kind of stuff if you aren't? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Akshay, if you guys don't know, he is a he's a best-selling author of two cinema theme books, uh, Sahir Ludhianvi, the People's Poet, and the second book was called Music Musty Modernity, the Cinema of Nasir Hussain. Um, so he he leads double lives. He's incredibly f- famous as this uh, non-fiction Indian cinema chronicler, and he's uh, very well known in the in the NBA circles. You know, he's he's been one of the top experts in in, in NBA experts in India for. For years, he's written and edited for the NBA India website. He's been on TV on the NBA and on the Hoop show. So, um, he, he's a man of many talents. and. Um, he's a man of
2: extreme intelligence on this topic as well. It? So, it's always good to talk to him.
0: So, I'm glad to have uh, Akshay Manwani, one of NBA India's biggest NBA experts, back on Hoop Darshan after I don't know how many years, several years of a break. Um, Akshay, how are you doing? Good, good, Karan. How are you? Uh, we are good. We are chugging along to another exciting, pretty like record breaking type of NBA season. How is, what has been what has been your long view of watching this season so far?
1: Well, you know, uh, I mean, every year I, I think that uh, it's gonna be, it, it is a marathon. I always know that at the start of the season. But it's so easy to get caught up in, you know, which way the wind is blowing and you think that, you know, Teams like Washington and all have, like you know, they uh, lost their way completely at the uh, looking at how they started off the season. But look at what's happening now with them, with the Miami Heat, uh, and it just, you know, suddenly you get reminded by the fact that it's it's a long season and interesting things happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you know, like even before the season began, a lot of people had just thought, oh well, the Cavs are the champions. The Warriors just added Kevin Durant this is the collision course. We may as well, you know, like I had so many conversations with friends who were just sort of feeling, well, what's the point of the season now? It's going to be Cavs and the Warriors again. But what's happened is that I, I felt that because everyone thought that, you know, that these two are the, the best teams, a lot of individual players just decided, screw it, we'll do the best we can to sort of keep our our name up there, keep our team in contention. So outside of these two well, but first, I, I want to hear your views on the Warriors and the Cavs, of course. But outside of these but, two, who, who else do you think are the legitimate contenders?
1: You know, uh, uh, to, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't mean to be, uh, you know, kind of uh, saying, uh, playing uh, party spoiler and saying that, you know, I don't want to see the Cavs and the Warriors in a third straight NBA final showdown, something that's probably not happened in a, in a really long time. Or it's probably the first time that will happen in NBA history. But uh, the, the I actually think that the San Antonio Spurs will give the uh, the Warriors a run in the in the Western Conference. It, it to me it, it doesn't look like it's it's pre decided. Yes, they're on a fantastic run at the moment. It's forty three eight, but San Antonio is not very far behind. And we know that you know Leonard's not played a couple of games recently. Uh, Popovich has his you know uh, habit of resting key players. We saw them come out with that terrific win against uh, against Cleveland with uh, a number of their key players missing. So I don't think it's it's a foregone conclusion uh, uh, that you know it's a, it's going to be a Warriors Spurs uh, showdown, uh, a Warriors Cavs showdown. I think the Spurs are pretty much in that picture. Uh, what i'm uh, uh, what i am pleasantly surprised though by is that i didn't imagine uh, kevin durant will fit in so seamlessly in golden state i mean 43-8 is fantastic it's it's absolutely fantastic
0: yeah you're right the the kd to Warrior fit has been scary good. Like he's
2: just—they—they
0: yeah. they haven't obviously. They're not going to do seventy-three-nine again. They were clearly aiming for se- for breaking the the Bulls record. They did that, which was awesome. But this team, um, I feel, is going to be a, a much better playoff team because Durant gets the line so much, so often, so easily. Um, you're right about the Spurs. Uh, my only concern with them, as always, continues to be point guard. You know, Tony Parker. has you know, he will step up. At the... In the playoffs offensively. But... In today's NBA... With so many great athletic... Like... Leap out the gym point guards... uh, Tony can't really guard them. You know? So there's a lot more pressure on... Danny Green and Kawhi to do... You know... The job of basically... Trying to stop Steph Curry... When that... When that playoff series eventually does happen. Um in the east do you see any any, any competition for the cabs
1: huh it's 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 difficult to think that you know i mean somebody there's going to be this one team which is going to stop lebron from what making his seventh straight Seven. nba nba finals appearance uh it's hard to i mean as good as as, as boston has played and I, i'm a big fan of the celtics uh have always been uh, I, I mean, and, and Washington, like I mentioned, has, you know, has, has been on a terrific run in the last 45-odd uh, days. Um, I, I do, I, the, yes, it will be interesting to see how these series uh, play out and how Cavaliers, uh, you know, show their superiority. But I, I don't think either of these teams or even, let's say, let's take into account Toronto, will, you know, will, will challenge... Cleveland in the way that, you know, perhaps some of the other series in the Western
0: Conference will play out. Kaushik, what's your view on this? Do you feel uh, I'll, I'll, you feel we're heading for a, a trilogy of NBA Finals? Is there any party spoilers out there?
2: Uh, I, I completely agree with uh, Akshay. I, I think the Warriors and the Cavs are like easily the top two right now. And the Spurs are lurking around somewhere there. I'm not as confident as he is about the Spurs because like it feels like... It's not as beautiful a fit as Warriors, and I, I, I'm also in agreement about Durant being such a such a perfect fit or such a seamless fit with the Warriors. I think that was easy because like the Warriors had a way of playing which Durant theoretically fits, and he's that good a player, and he should be able to fit. So it's it's looked good so far, and um, yeah, I think if if anyone, it's probably going to be um, the San Antonio who can who can put up some sort of a challenge against the Warriors. I I don't see the Clippers being able to do it. I don't see the Rockets, as impressive as they've been this year, uh, able to do it consistently. They might get a win or two, but to beat them four times in a row is incredibly hard for anyone in the Western Conference.
1: I agree with with Kaushik. Uh, The only thing I I just want to add over here is uh, that... You know, beware the 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 team that has to play Memphis in the first round. Uh, and I'm not trying to suggest that uh, I'm not I'm not trying to suggest that you know Memphis is going to ups, upset San Antonio or Golden State. But it, it'll just be a very interesting series when when whichever team plays them in the first round.
0: Absolutely. You're yeah. I I totally agree with, with the Memphis statement. I, I actually uh, David Fisdale was my vote for. This sort of mid-season coach of the year, what he's done with that team to turn them, like, they they remain grit and grind, but they've also become a much better shooting team, and they've stayed in the in the race. Conley and Gasol are chugging along. Vince Carter at forty years
2: old is incredible. So they're they're a very fun team to watch, and they will be scary. Definitely, absolutely. In the East, again, I, I have to agree with you guys. Like, there's really no um, no team that's close to the Cavs, right? Like we saw a beautiful game a couple of days ago where Washington Wizards like at the peak of what they've been this season and they played a hell of a game you have to give it to them Yeah, they still weren't able to overcome the Cavs and you got the feeling throughout the whole game that Cavs still have a gear or two more which they can bring in the playoffs and maybe for Wizards like this is it Uh, and that's that's the kind of uh, competition there is in the East so uh, I foresee a very very easy path for uh, Cleveland once again in the East uh, Akshay, before we uh, move on to some of the other stuff, which, um, like the All Stars, which we actually have you to discuss, but um, yeah, before that, what are your early takes on, or rather like mid season takes on uh, MVP contenders? Current spoke a bit about how, because it's almost like a foregone conclusion that it's going to be Warriors and Cavs, a lot of individual performances yeah. are standing out more. Uh, the likes of James Harden and Russell Westbrook, and maybe some of uh, to in uh, second degree, people like Anthony Davis and so on. Um, so a lot of individual players have shined so far. Who are your uh, MVP contenders uh, so far? Oh,
1: well, uh, I had again initially thought this to be like, you know, Westbrook with his triple doubles. He's averaging a triple double for the season. He's been awesome. Like 25 triple-doubles is like, you know, in a single season is is like... We thought 18 last year was when he matched Magic Johnson that, you know, this is probably as good as it's going to be. But, I mean, this year, 25 triple-doubles and, you know, he's on pace to match uh, the 41 triple-double record set by Oscar Robertson. I mean, it's fabulous. Then you have James Harden on the other side who's leading his team with uh, uh, an equally fabulous season. Uh, Durant is there. He shot... Uh, remarkably efficiently even if his scoring average has has dropped a little Uh, but that's just the nature of the team that he plays for but I'm also just you know throwing in another name and someone who really deserves all the credit uh, uh, for for taking his team to where it uh, is currently and that's Isaiah Thomas (laughs) To be five foot nine and to you know put up the numbers that he's putting, he's he's averaging the the most uh, in the fourth quarter in the NBA currently. Uh, I love what Isaiah Thomas has done, and I'm giving him extra brownie points because he has come to India.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that that's obviously, I mean, that's not an extra brownie point. That's an extra gulab jamun point, right? Yes, that's yes. 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 That trip. <laughs> well done, <Karin. laughs> Uh course, I'm, I'm always the one
2: with the Indian food references, it's cool. i <laughs> on <That's laughs> <at all> point. <laughs> what, what do you think, Karan? Who are your um, M- MVP contenders?
0: It's so ridiculous that… that, that uh, Akshay, you're right what you said about Westbrook. Uh, um, there was a point early on the season where it just seemed like, well, this race is over, you know. Here's a guy averaging a 30 point triple-double, not just like, yeah. you know, 50, yeah. 10 and 10. He's having 30, 11 and 10 or something. Yeah. Uh, just like Oscar Robertson did back in 62 or 61, 61, Akshay? 61-62. Yeah. That season. But if you, re- but uh, if, if we remember our stats correctly, Oscar also did not win the MVP that season. Oscar did mm. 30 yeah. points. And yeah. I think that might, unfortunately, as good as Westbrook has been, his… I, I want the, the, the MVP to come from a team that at least wins 50. That's sort of an… Like a like an imaginary demarcation I made in my head, I think you need to win 50 games at least. Um, I think at this point OKC is on track for 46 or 47. So if, if Westbrook can get us, get the, the Thunder up to fifth place or so, I would consider that an automatic MVP, you know, win for me. But at this point, uh, Harden's been really good. Isaiah, as you said, has been great. Although I have a lot of questions about him defensively, um, and Kawhi Leonard. Definitely has reached up to that 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 point too. What he's done in uh, what he's done in uh, San Antonio. Yeah, uh, good shout on you out
2: to bringing Kawhi because like when we talk about MVP contenders, we kind of forget that the Spurs exist and we look at the other like twenty nine teams only. Uh, I <laughs> I saw stat that
0: I think he's the first Spur since Duncan in early two thousands to average over twenty five a game, which uh-huh. we. Which is crazy because he's also the two-time defensive player of the year and probably when he wants to be the best perimeter defender in the NBA. Yeah. So, so, to me, like, all that's very impressive. Of course, Kevin Durant too. And I very recently wrote this article on NBA India about how, how ridiculous it is that the three former Thunder players, Harden, Westbrook and Durant, are three of the four or five MVP contenders this yeah, season. Yeah, And, and teammates.
2: And if you look at only January, there's Dion Waiters in that list too.
0: I've got to add Dion to that
2: <laughs> list for sure. Yeah, man. That, that, That's not an argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Koshik, any, what? who are your, who are your uh, contenders? M- my contenders come from the same list, but I'm actually going to be the first one to make an MVP prediction. And I think it's going to be James Harden. And I, I can't see uh, it being anybody else because... The way the voting happens, I think Curry and Durant will like split votes, uh, and just the nature of Golden State being such a you know fourth superstar team, I, I have a feeling that it it won't work out for them, um, and it, it's hard to look past James Harden because uh, like both of you mentioned, the the OKC Thunder probably sh- won't win as many games, uh, for that to matter more than James Harden's Rockets, which also is like. In theory, a similar-ish, like not so stellar team, but they're up there. They're in the third in the West, and um, I I can't think of a better fit in the current NBA than Mike D'Antoni and James Harden, or whatever he's made of James Harden this season. It's it's amazing, and he uh, like he always had the ball last year too, but he's technically the point guard this time around, and he's playing like one. He's he's setting up his teammates. He's he averages like. Ten or twelve assists a game—it's—it's it's incredible how um, he's almost—you uh, know—Mike D'Antoni has single-handedly changed Houston Rockets from like the most boring team in the NBA last year to one of the most exciting teams in the NBA this year. So I'm—I'm I'm gonna like stick my uh, fork in the table and say that you know it's going to be James Harden for uh, MVP. So do you guys have a clear vote right now? Akshay, you go first. Yeah, I'd,
1: I'd probably go with James Harden. It's, it's, I mean, I don't see them like if if, if we are, you know, as Karan rightly said that it's the 50-game uh, standard that applies to all these guys. And we know for sure that the Warriors vote, uh, the players, their vote is going to get split. Then, I mean, it's James Harden. And, and to be honest with him, why not? I mean, you know, the guy is... So, yeah, the, the stat that fascinates me about Harden is that... Uh, he averaged, I think, 1.8 assists per game in his first season with the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> and for that guy today to lead the league uh, lead lead in assists is like, you know, the world has come
2: full circle for the guy. Yeah, I, what's your pick?
0: I, I think my mid-season MVP is, is Harden. But I'm <laughs> going to make an extrapolation over the next two months. And, uh, and, and this is a bit of fanboy coming into. I think uh, Kawhi Leonard's gonna really race him to, to the very end. I feel that
2: uh,
0: the Spurs will continue being consistent. He'll continue being a twenty-five point scorer, mm-hmm. and the, the the Rockets' bump will continue. So, like, it, it, it'll, it'll become a closer race by the end.
2: Interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anything's possible in this uh, in this scenario. To quote the great Kevin Garnett,
0: anything is possible.
1: <laughs>
0: um, Okay, so since we we just mentioned some of like these these top players, right? I, I think this is a good way to for us to get into the thorniest of discussions that came with the NBA All Star um, voting. The All Star teams are all set, so whatever we're talking about is really set. But we want to talk about it anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, the the Western Conference guard situation is so ridiculously good that it's causing problems, and it's causing heated debates around the world. Um, Steph Curry and James Harden are the the fan-slash-media-slash-player-voted. The the voting process is so weird this year, right? (laughs) They're the two starters. Russell Westbrook, who's averaging a 30-point triple-double, is not a starter. Um, I felt that Westbrook and Harden should have been the starters when the teams came out. But the way Steph has played over the last month, now all of a sudden there's a real argument that why shouldn't it be Steph, considering they're the best team in the NBA and he's played so well. So, Akshay, what is your starting five, if, if you could design a Western Conference starting five?
1: No, I'm, I'm actually, you know, I've, uh, uh, I'm, I'm okay with this, to be very honest. Because at the end of the day, uh, the all-star game was actually, the starters were always about the fans, right? And this year, the fact that they introduced the, you know, the 25% vote each for the media panel and the players, uh, was to reduce some of that that fan you know voting strength, but uh, and, uh, it's it's still shown up in in the way that you know Westbrook didn't get selected and and Curry did. Uh, so so I I clearly don't have any uh, uh, real problems with it because that's if, it, if that's how it's designed uh, and it plays out. That's fine. Right. You cannot also deny the fact that uh, uh, Curry, uh, you know, doesn't deserve to be at the All Star game. The All Star game is a celebration of the NBA's best talents, and uh, whether he should be there uh, ahead of Russell Westbrook as uh, as a starter, yes, it's it's very difficult to exclude Westbrook, but you know, I think. Yeah, Curry has just, it's like Curry's has responded to the situation with his performances in these games against the Hornets and you know, the, the, the way he's played in the last 10-15 days. So, uh, I'm, 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 I, I, I can understand Westbrook having uh, an issue but uh, it's, I, I, I would live with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I felt that when the teams were announced, it should have been Westbrook and Harden in my opinion. But, but by the time the All-Star game begins, Considering the Thunder have hit in a bit of a snag and Curry has become that much better, I actually feel that Curry now deserves to start again. But uh, the biggest victim of this whole the change of this process from you know, just fan voting to media and players too, is our main man Zaza Pachulia. We're going to game
1: <laughs> 7. <laughs> um,
0: so, so Akshay, why don't you give us your, your starting 5 support conferences if, if, if you could design them from scratch.
1: Uh, well, you know, I, I like I said, I, I was more or less happy with how it has uh, shaped out. The one place where I thought maybe the Eastern Conference uh, could have done better uh, as far as uh, the starters are concerned is I would have had uh, uh, Isaiah Thomas uh, in the starting uh, five. Um, and, uh, you know, for me, that is something I would have. So I would have uh, Isaiah, I would have LeBron, I would have... Uh, Uh, Joel Embiid, uh, big man in my uh, frontcourt. Trust the process. Yeah, trust the process. Uh, So, how many have I said? I've said three and I think I'm good with the other two uh, picks that are there uh, uh, in
0: the All-Star game. So, so right now, the, 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 uh, the starting fives are, just to sort of have it out there. East is DeRozan, Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, the Greek freak Antetokounmpo and Jimmy Butler. I just wanted to say that name, by the way. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And the West is Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, James Harden.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm good with uh, the West. Uh, Like I said, I think the West is is pretty strong.
0: And in the East, you said you would, uh, would you replace Kyrie with Isaiah? Uh,
1: I would would replace Kyrie with Isaiah, yes. And I would have Joel Embiid as my, you know, uh, big man instead of... Uh, so i it would it would be uh uh, Jay, uh lebron uh, uh Joel embiid and uh, uh i think uh derozan is playing the three spot or uh, uh, butler is playing, playing the three
2: two. spot derozan's playing the two and it's between butler and yeah, so, uh, antetokounmpo yeah so yeah so
1: i i'm 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 okay to have uh, 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 uh but uh, uh, antetokounmpo is playing the uh, point guard spot right at milwaukee he's, So
2: you can't he's, he's technically like, a point guard. Yeah, but yeah, he was. He's playing everything. He's like LeBron James.
0: He's technically a point yeah. guard, but I think he was named uh, a forward in the voting guide.
1: Yeah. Then I'm happy to go with I'm happy to go with Giannis, LeBron, and and Joel Embiid.
0: Cool, it makes sense. Uh, that, that's a fun. Koshek who's your if if you could have
2: the the vote Oh look, honestly, I think like let's put it out there that the NBA All Star Game is a shit game. It doesn't make sense. It it's just a celebration like. Akshay said, it should be based entirely on the fan vote. So, I'm completely okay if Zaza Pachulia gets voted in as well. And the second thing is, because it's such a shit game, there should not be like your traditional positions. Like It should just be five coolest guys or five of the hottest stars right now. So, I would I would remove Anthony Davis and I'd put Westbrook in the team. So, it should be Westbrook, Curry, Harden, Durant and Kawhi Lin. And those are the five best players in the Western Conference and... That should be the starting five. Like, does that make sense? So, it does make sense to me. But
0: uh, okay, why don't you name your teams first, and then I'll give my full caveat with what you just said.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah. So, so that that's my um, that's my Western Conference team. But if I had to stick with the actual positions, then I think I'm I'm, I'm happy with the way it is. Like, uh, I'm okay with Curry being chosen above Westbrook because that's what the fans wanted. And uh, with the East. The only change I would probably make is to pick Kyle Lowry ahead of uh, DeMar DeRozan. I I simply believe that he, Lowry is um, the Raptors' best player, and um, and DeRozan is like he's he missed a few games as well in the middle, so it just feels like uh, Lowry is a little more deserving of it. And uh, otherwise, I'm I'm hap- happy with what it is. Maybe I'd have uh, Paul George instead of Jimmy Butler because both. The Bulls and um, and the Pacers are pretty bad this season, and I feel like George has had more, you know, better individual games, and he leads the he leads the bad team better than Butler leads the bad Bulls team. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so
0: I I agree with you that the All Star is you know essentially the game itself is essentially a meaningless game, but but where. Um, I feel that the voting should be taken seriously is because a lot of people then at the end of their careers not just at the end of their careers when we talk about you know this is how great LeBron James is 13 time All-Star or this is how great Joe Johnson is 9 time All-Star or whatever you know Mm -hmm. I think people use the All-Star game uh, appearances as a credential to how great a player is which is why I try hard not to use it I try to use the All-NBA team as a metric because the All-Star team does end up being First of all, just a mid-season test, and also uh, partially a fan vote. Uh, so that said, I feel that Koshika I agree with you that the Lowry would be my my raptor to start the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll take John Wall now. I think I think uh, if you had asked me this question a month ago, it would have been Isaiah Thomas, as uh, as as Akshay said. But I, but uh, now, if I if I look back half season, I think John Wall and Kyle have been the best mm-hmm. guards in the East. And my and my fun code would be the Greek Freak, LeBron and Paul George. And in the West, I would go with the same team. Except I would remove Anthony Davis for the one and only Boogie Cousins. Uh, uh, what a surprise. Because… Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just, not
2: surprised.
0: Hey, uh, I think that the, the Kings have a better record than the Pelicans, first of all. And Boogie is putting up equal, if not, you know, in, in, in some cases better numbers, in some cases worse. So… I'm. I'm. This is actually an unbiased pick, to be honest. I'm going by the <laughs> fact that they're, they're, they're two big players in equally not amazing teams, but
1: uh, as on date, current just to uh, uh, throw a span in your oh, actually the as, same
0: record. Yeah, yes. they have the same 20 record. Twenty thirty two. Twenty thirty two. So, but so in that case, it's such a close call. I guess I have to. I may have to go with my preference. I, it, it
2: hurts me to do that.
0: But I may have to choose Boogie just based on preference. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hashtag Boogie uh, any, <laughs> any picks on um, the MVP for the game? It's been won two years in a row by Westbrook, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Akshay, in, any pick? Are you looking forward to Durant and Westbrook playing on the same team after a long and time? And Harden. Yeah. And Harden, of course. Yeah.
1: And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing them all uh, uh, hug and and be like you know smile for the cameras. Do you think they'll pass <laughs> to each other? Uh, I, I I don't think uh, 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 the, the, the the triple double streak that Westbrook is on. I don't think he's looking to pass to anyone.
0: <laughs> they put it this way: Durant will pass to Westbrook. Yeah. It'll stop. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, but. Uh, uh, no, I I think the uh, the uh, LeBron would, uh, given the fact that he's always playing virtually the same team in the NBA Finals. Also, I'd like to see LeBron come out strong and win the MVP uh, for the All Star Game.
2: Yeah, that would be great. Actually, I think LeBron should feel a little bit um, saddened yeah. by the fact that he's not getting any attention at all. Like, hello, he's still the best player in the league, and like nobody cares about him anymore. I, and I partially think that's why he uh, brought up this whole, you know, his January whinge that he goes on where he says he needs uh, a point guard and then he lashes out against Charles Barkley. It was awesome. Like, it's it's good to be reminded that LeBron still exists in the league and he's he's still relevant. Um, yeah,
0: it, it was good to hear his voice and, and to have him have an opinion because he, he usually just... You know, lets his game do the talking. Yeah. So yeah. It, it it was kind of refreshing to see. I, I, not that I entirely disagree with what Charles Barkley said. I ki- I kind of believe that Barkley did have a point in this case. But yeah. but but I also like in 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 this situation I, I I'm glad that this back and forth happened actually. Like I, I'm. But
1: you, you know who didn't have a point? I thought Raymond Green didn't have a point when he, he in and he said that. Yeah, that you know, uh, Charles Barkley shouldn't speak because he doesn't have a ring and you know, Kenny Smith should speak because he has one ring and Shaq has four rings and you know, somebody I have one ring so I can speak. The So, I mean, going by that logic, if suppose Michael Jordan stands up for old friend Charles Barkley and says, guys, Charles is on the right uh, line of thought over here, everyone else should just keep going.
2: Yeah.
0: See, first of all, Draymond Green is always right. I I, I refuse to take Draymond Green slander. <laughs> he's he's gonna be Defensive Player of the Year and might even be All Star MVP. We'll see.
2: But <laughs> that's terrible. Karen. Like this is the one thing that you need to change. Otherwise, your basketball fandom and knowledge is like hundred <laughs> percent. I I feel
0: I feel Draymond gets unfairly slighted. He he is the heart and soul of that team. He's the reason why they they can. You know, like, they would have just been the the, the mid-2000s Phoenix Suns otherwise. If it wasn't for the fact that he can play, he can defend any position and he's made them into, like, one of the best defensive teams. While also being one of the best best shooting teams in the league. So, um, plus he, you know, he he gets on LeBron's nerves. So, that's always fun.
2: That is true. That is true. Uh, Let's talk quickly about the All-Star Saturday. So, uh, there's four or oh, three events right now uh, the first one of course is the skills challenge firstly actually like did you like the whole big man versus small man uh, thing that they tried out last year
1: well every year they 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 mix it up and you know uh, they they do something different i think the entire idea is to perhaps you know showcase the you know what are the different skill sets that are there on offer and that it's not just, you know, and, and, and you know, in fact, it's interesting because in India, we always think that, you know, the NBA is a league of giants and it's it's about big men. So, you know, having something like this, which is essentially, like you guys have already said, is about the fans and it's for a television audience, uh, you know, uh, uh, it, it just is another aspect to, you know, uh, putting it out there that, you know, there are these, uh, small men uh, who are capable of doing fantastic things and are able to carve a uh, place for themselves in this league of giants. So, uh, and and the uh, the, the All Star game. While while both of you guys are right, is it's it's made for the fans only. And you know, Karan made an excellent point that uh, it's better to judge the quality of a player or the legend of a player in terms of how many All NBA teams he has made vis All Star appearances. But the All Star appear, the All Star game actually uh, uh, plays a huge role in grabbing eyeballs. Like you know, for example, in my own case, the very first time I was struck by uh, the game of basketball within the NBA was when you know that whole Jordan taking off from the free throw line happened. Uh, that is what caught me, you know, interested in the game. And you know, some of the other things that happened in the years that followed, Magic Johnson going back to the All Star game. So. Uh, it's it, it also plays a, uh, uh, a a big role in shaping you know young fans and ultimately most games are about
2: the fans. That's that's so true. Uh, so, I'll give you the list of the two thousand seventeen uh, Taco Bell Skills Challenge. Uh, Thanks for shouting out Taco Bell. By Taco no. Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I I almost said Taco. Bell. Because that's that's a chain of Mexican food restaurants in here in Melbourne. And there's no Taco Bell. We have Taco Bill. And I almost messed that up. But shout out to Taco Bell and Taco Bill. I
0: can't wait till uh, we have like some Indian companies starting to sponsor. You know, the Haldiram 3-point contest.
2: Oh, that'll be uh, so cool.
0: It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Just like We need, we need to get our, our our Indian sponsorship names out there.
2: Yeah. Have, have a sweet son papri with the sound of a sweet swish. No, I'm terrible at... <laughs> That's beautiful. You're, you already
0: got the ad, <laughs> add-on right. Uh,
2: so, obviously, like, picking a winner in this is, is literally like rolling a dice. But I, I want to ask you, actually, like, who do you think will be the most fun in, in this whole field of participants? So, uh, on the small guys' front, there's Devin Booker, uh, Isaiah Thomas, John Wall, and Gordon Hayward. And... Among the big guys, it's DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid and Kristaps Sposingis. So, who are you most well, looking forward to see and like, who do you think would be the most fun?
1: I, I definitely think that uh, Embiid is going to be the most fun. He's a fun guy. He can shake a leg. Uh, he's a fun guy. I, I, I just love his personality. There is charisma about this guy. He, I mean, people are talking about him being in the shack mold. That's true on the court, and I think off the court as well. Uh, but I also like what uh, Wall and Thomas might bring to the table. So uh, I, I, I'm a fan of both of, of, of both
2: of, of both guys. So uh, it, it should be fun. Cool, uh, Karan. What's your pick for? Who do you think will so, be the most interesting? You you can't I love, make the homo pick here, by the
0: way. <laughs> I love I love the the, the, the Shack mentioned with with Akshay, Actually, you're completely right. Like that's another one of my lifetime um, All Star memories. I used to always, even even though I wasn't like biggest, you know, Shack or Laker fan. I used to love Shaq at the All Star Weekend because he would always be the one doing the funniest stuff, like yes, the, the dances, dances, or the
2: intros, or whatever. Yeah,
0: the intros. He he had like that that remote control shoe at on the bench at one time. Like he just, and I felt that that was the saddest thing for me when Shaq retired. That he he won't be at All Star Weekend anymore. So I'm hoping that Embiid carries on his legacy of like both dominance and silliness at the same time. Um, Plus, Embiid got shafted because if he had made the All Star All Star game, uh, Rihanna would have given him a date. Oh so yeah, to me, oh. It's, yeah, it, that that hurts my feelings, and I and I wish and I hope he can get get a date with Rihanna if he wins. Uh, if he wins the Skills Challenge, <laughs> that said, the winner of the Skills Challenge is obviously going to be Kristaps Godzingis. I don't know why this is even a question. Yeah, <laughs> he's 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 amazing at everything. And here's a stat for you about Kristaps I've been keeping in my back pocket. Okay. Um. At 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 this point in his career, like in his first hundred games, Porzingis has made more threes than Ray Allen and has had more blocks than Dikembe Mutombo. Wow! Just gonna throw that out there. He's wow. gonna be a legend. It helps. Wow.
2: It helps to be seven three, I guess. Uh, and quick. And yes. quick. Uh, Koshik, yeah. you have. What is your counter
0: to this? The only other answer I'll accept is boogie. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that was literally my only counter. Like he's. I, I think I agree with Joel Embiid being like the personality, the best personality in this whole list. He's he's just so fun, uh, a character. But like, if you, if I literally think about the Taco Bell Skills Challenge, shout out to Taco Bell again. Uh, I have that in front of me. That's why I'm able to say it so clearly. But uh, uh, I think I think it's between Porzingis and Cousins who I'd enjoy in this in this competition. Like, imagine those guys running up and down the court with speed, trying to make bounce passes into that net and whatnot, like, this is, this is amazing, this is what All-Star Saturday's main event should be, big guys running the skills challenge, it's, it's just awesome. (laughs) Uh, Cool, let's, let's move on to the three-point contest where the field is, okay, it's the JBL three-point contest, by the way, before um, JBL starts disliking the fact that I didn't shout them out. Um, the contest- I, I doubt JBL listens
0: to this podcast but anyways
2: yeah I am listening to it on a JBL headphone so maybe like oh okay that-
0: so that's that's, that's smart that's, product placement right there
2: that's right <laughs> uh, so the participants are Eric Gordon uh, Eric Gordon for some reason on the NBA side says Phoenix Suns uh, that's that's a mistake but um, Kyrie Irving Kyle Lowry Wes Matthews CJ McCollum Clay Thompson Kemba Walker and my main man Nick Swaggy P. Young. <laughs> uh, Akshay, who do you think is the most fun uh, participant in this Well, uh,
1: I mean, you already mentioned the most fun guy. I mean, Nick Swaggy P. is the is the most fun guy. But I, I really think that it's going to be, uh, I mean, based on what I've seen so far this season, I think it's going to be Clay Thompson and Eric Gordon. Uh, that would be like you know I think it's it's going to go down to these two guys and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if Clay repeats uh, his success because that guy has an insane once once he once, once Clay is on fire I, I think probably Curry is the only guy in the league who can you know match him for shot for shot.
2: Yeah, absolutely, it's true. Like people talk about how uh, there used to be this arcade game called NBA Jam and like. People's shoes lights up when you when you get on an hot <laughs> streak. They they should really make that for Clay Thompson, right? When he gets on a, one of those hot yeah. streak. Um,
1: yeah, and in fact, Karan Karan just pointed it out to me uh, today uh, uh, that uh, he's uh, you know Karan just became the the uh, first NBA uh, first player in NBA history to have five consecutive seasons of uh, 200 made threes each season in the last five seasons, beginning 2012. And Thompson is on on schedule to do the same. He'll be the second player in NBA history uh, this season. So it's like I mean Thompson doesn't get a lot of the limelight in amongst those four, in fact among the four at Golden State, he's probably the guy who gets the least. Yeah. But you know his shooting stroke is smooth, and he has you know uh, ice running through his veins. He he can like that game six performance against Oklahoma City, one of the best. Playoff
2: performances I've seen. Oh yes, single-handedly pulled them out.
1: Uh, single-handedly, uh, yeah. there was no way they were winning that game.
0: Well, I, and he changed the course of history with that because uh, yeah. if, he, if they they won out of nothing, they got to the finals. They lost in spectacular fashion. I, I, I you know, the, the Thunder-Cavs could have been a very intriguing finals.
1: Yeah, you know? I agree with.
0: Him. And Kevin Durant left Oklahoma City like that. That Clay Thompson performance changed a lot of things. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I I agree. I think Clay is the favorite, and Kaushik. I love the fact that you talked talked about the, the, the shoes getting on fire thing or whatever lighting up. Yes. Did did any of you guys now? I I I'm sort of dating myself. Uh, uh, Kaushik, you you're younger here, so you may not get this reference as clearly. Mm-hmm. But I used to have these power shoes. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. This is back yeah. in back when we you know had access to Nike or whatever. And and these and these power shoes, uh, there were two kinds of lighted power shoes that came out in the market. Where if you press a button, they start blinking under your, underneath your, uh, your 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 sole. So there were two types. There's one where you press a button, and there's the other one when you step on it a lot, and then it party blinks. So I remember getting that for my birthday one day, and then we go to parties like as a child, and I turn the light off and like show everyone like, hey, look, my, my shoes are like having a party. <laughs> Clay Thompson needs those power shoes. I know he has he's got the Anta sponsorship. Whatever, power is not that much worse than Anta. Uh, so,
2: uh, is power shoes still around in India?
0: Powers are still around. I I have uh, I, I have I have I have hiking shoes I use in Masuri, which are power shoes. Oh, that's uh, awesome! Well, I, cheap, I definitely
2: I, I definitely remember those shoes. Like, yeah, we, sh- yes. we should we should get them on board. Uh, Look at us, like doing all these uh, you know, brand-related stuff today.
1: Yeah, plugs. <laughs> yeah, so
0: many The only plugs. plug we haven't done is Amman's chicken. So. Oh uh,
2: uh, yeah, it's about time, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but yeah. Uh, anyways, Clay is. I, I agree the the favorite when he gets on fire. I mean, he's the guy who had 37 and a quarter and 60 points in less than 30 minutes. So.
2: Fantastic.
0: I, I hope he wins it again. And I'm kind of bummed not to see the Clay versus Steph for the third straight year.
2: Yeah, I believe like Steph um, did not accept his invite or something like that. Otherwise, like you'd think that NBA will contact him first before they do anything else, right? Um, yeah, I, I have to agree with you guys. I think like Clay Thompson is the favorite here, but I, I'm obviously on Team uh, Swaggy P. I've heard all these stories about how the entire team is like coaching him up for the three point contest. They're helping him practice, and like he has all these special celebrations planned at the end of every rack and everything. Oh man, it's gonna be awesome. So Koshik,
0: since you're you know the lifelong laker fan yes uh, the, if, if, if swaggy p does win the, this, this 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 shootout and he does it in, in like the swaggiest way possible beats clay in the final does a special dance do, do you think he he'll replace who do you think he'll he'll replace in the all-time Laker starting five in the backward position magic johnson or kobe bryant
2: Oh, this is this is a really tough question isn't it <laughs> <laughs> I have to. I have to say, it's it's probably going to be Magic Johnson because like. Oh, okay. Because I can't. I can't be. Uh, I can't do bad to my man Kobe, so it's uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Magic never won a three-point contest. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, like there's there's only one ever, uh, Laker to have won the three-point contest before, or even like taken part in the last few years. So, it's uh, something the Lakers don't do very well. Uh, moving on to the last event, the Verizon Slam Dunk Contest. Shout out to Verizon as well. Uh, Aaron Gordon, DeAndre Jordan, Glenn Roberts III and Derrick Jones Jr. Like I hadn't heard of this guy before the lists came out. The
1: oh. contestants were announced. Yeah, same here, man. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, uh, Akshay, what's your pick for the slam dunk contest? Are you, first of all, well, bummed I... that there's no Zach Levine? Or, oh, I mean, um, get well... It would have
1: been lovely to see Levine and Gordon square off again uh this season uh but i think it's i uh, i mean gordon who's going to stop gordon because deandre jordan is a is a certain kind of dunker as in you know he, he brings in style with all those alley hoops that are thrown to him and you know uh you need athleticism and i think gordon is the guy who's i think this year with Lavine not there unfortunately i think it's aaron gordon's for the taking what do you think karen
0: I don't know man. I think there needs to be a rule with these Slam Dunk contest contestants that you need to be an all-star to be a Slam Dunk contestant. <laughs> or, or 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 you need to uh play average 25 minimum minutes a game. Something like that. Forget because
2: forget a game. I don't even think Derek Jones Jr has played 25 minutes in total.
0: And and you know what? He he may actually end up being I've seen his highlights. He's a great dunker. He may actually he may even win it. Who knows? Yeah. But 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 I don't really wanna. I don't really care. Like to me, w- what'll be more exciting if I see slightly, quote unquote, aesthetically worse dunks, but from better players, you know. So hmm. if I'm seeing Russell Westbrook going at it, if I'm seeing um, Paul George going at it, you know, if I'm seeing man, if LeBron James had ever done it, that would've been amazing. Oh yeah. I I I just feel that it, all those you know, we v- 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 reminisce about, uh, about <laughs> yeah. like you know. He even when like somebody like Jason Richardson back in the day when he won, I think he won back to back. He may not he may not have been an all star, but he was a he was a important NBA player. And you know everyone knew about him. Everyone was hyped about him. Um, Aaron Gordon is the answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to, to cut that long story short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to disagree with you guys, and I my pick is DeAndre Jordan because uh, as as right as Akshay was, he mostly does lob dunks in the game. Uh, the moment his name was announced in the slam dunk contest, people started showcasing videos of him doing dunks in the layup line and everything. And he's got style. He's got an amazing array of dunks, which I think we'll all be surprised by. Um, he's very athletic. He's quite agile for someone who's who jumps in the air. Like He does innovative stuff even when he's just catching allure. So, I, I have a lot of faith in DeAndre Jordan, I think. I think he's gonna be gonna be the guy to watch out for. Um.
0: So, I mean, I, I guess we've covered most of the the All Star stories. Akshay, you have any um, uh, looking forward the next few months and then be uh, next few months of the season? Any any big storylines you want to specifically keep an eye on? You know, a, any team surging? Any potential trades you want to see? Um, anything like that? Like. What are you most looking forward to the, the next few months as the NBA gears up for the playoffs?
1: No, For me, what is most interesting is that, you know, who gets to those last two spots in, in the Western Conference. Uh, it'll be interesting to see that, you know, who, which teams, I think uh, basically it's right now Washington, Boston and Toronto are playing like a bit of a merry-go-round with the 2-3-4 spot. Uh, I, I think Cleveland may add a, a one piece. It, it won't be a big player. But I think they'll add like a key, uh, you know, a rotation player, someone who comes off the bench, uh, who can give them some good quality minutes, because we don't know, uh, you know, whether is Lebron what what he's trying out for I know that this might be a January thing but is this is this for real or you know it, 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 does he see something that is really lacking with this Cavaliers outfit I don't know so there are these all these very interesting kind of small uh, uh, things but the one thing that I'm really looking forward to apart from the NBA Finals is the Western Conference Finals and I really mm-hmm. want to see I want to see Golden State square off against San Antonio because it's totally two different schools of basketball. It's it's going to be a, a, a dominating front court versus this, you know, athletic run and gun kind of offense, uh efficient shooting from the from the uh, Golden State Warriors versus a team which plays at a remarkably slow pace in San Antonio. Uh, I, I just want to see that series because I have this hunch that San Antonio is really going to test Golden State and and San Antonio will even test Cleveland if they were to reach the NBA Finals. It's not. Cleveland or Golden State cannot take San Antonio easily as an opponent.
2: Yeah, I agree. And I think like we kind of missed it last year as well. like. The OKC suddenly surging to a whole new level in the playoffs was an amazing story, yeah. but yeah. we kind of got robbed of the Golden State San Antonio series last year.
0: Right, right. Oshik, any? Uh, what are the the one or few or a few more stories that you are that you're looking forward to?
2: I'm actually looking forward to seeing some of the you know the middle tier teams, not necessarily um, in terms of the whole playoff picture, but I think there are a few trades or, like, potential trades that might make sense. Uh, The elephant in the room, of course, is um, Carmelo Anthony and New York Knicks. So, I'll get to your opinion later, Karan, as the the resident Knicks fan here. But, um, Akshay, am I really crazy in thinking that, like, I should be on Anthony's side and not Phil Jackson's side here?
1: (laughs) Well, I I, I leave all uh, all things New York Knicks to my good butter chicken loving friend Karan Madhuk, I don't even mess, come close to anything called the New York Knicks. It's my good friend Karan Madhuk's uh, subject. One of these days, I'm going to hear him send me an email saying I just completed my PhD on the Knicks. So that's, that's his. It's good keeping a safe
0: distance because you know, the, yeah. the, the, the Knicks yeah. are like a, like a constantly erupting volcano. It's, it's, I'm always attracted towards it, but it, it hurts a lot all the time.
2: You know? yeah. yeah, your PhD isn't going to be on the New York Knicks, but like how to be a suffering fan of the Knicks. Or how to survive like the New York Knicks? Experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, current kind of go uh, for it. Like, I, I, I feel are, are you on I mean, any of the two sides?
0: I love Carmelo Anthony as as like as a player, mm-hmm. but I feel that he is now of the past of where the NBA is moving forward. Um, in the, Phil Jackson has made a lot of mistakes in this, in the way he's tried to quote-unquote rebuild this team because he hasn't tried to rebuild it. He should have just, he got lucky with Kristaps Porzingis and he should have just bottomed out and t- tried to do what the Lakers or the Celtics did. He basically try to do a rebuild around their superstar guy. Um, and now Melo has this no trade clause. So, as much as I like Melo, I would like him to be traded to start all over again. And uh, just because I think the Knicks just needed a real rebuild, not these half half-assed rebuilds that, you know, we're going to be ninth place in the in the East every year because that takes you nowhere. Um,
2: yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm actually like, have you had time to process this? Like, this is far less of an emotional response than I was expecting from you. Uh, I've been asked whole... this
0: question a lot. <laughs> I, I, it, 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 I, I get asked this question all the time. So it's
1: nice. um,
0: but, you know, like, I want to switch sort of, switch west a bit. Like, one of the more for me, the most intriguing... Storyline from now on forward is going to be the race of 8th in the West. I think Akshay briefly mentioned it. Uh, after the, the Thunder, who are 7th, the like the, the quality of the West really drops. Like the, So, the Thunder are 30 and 23. And the next best team are, are, the, are the Nuggets, who are 23 and 28. And so, from that point on, like the 8th seed is going to be fought between Denver, Portland, Sacramento, Dallas, New Orleans and, the, and yes. maybe Minnesota. And if they go on a stupid hot streak, maybe even the Lakers. No, that's not uh, happening. Yeah, so, but I feel like that's a lot of teams. And uh, it, apart from Dallas, who are very regular playoff appearance makers. Well, well, Portland too. Uh, we could really get a, a new face after, like, you know, somebody like Denver, Sacramento. I, I know Anthony Davis has been to the playoffs, but, you know, he's not as regular. Or Minnesota. I, I want to see one of these young teams make it. You know, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun just to have, you know, the, like the Nuggets have been playing pretty well. The Kings, of course, you guys know how much I love boogie. The, like, it'd be great to see perhaps Minnesota in there. So, uh, th- this will be a, a great battle of, of a lot of not so very good teams.
2: Yeah, it, it's actually a bit surprising because the eight, the fight for the 8th spot is, it's kind of become like how we've grown accustomed to seeing the Eastern Conference because like a lot of not so good uh, Like All sub-500 teams And It's likely that The number 8 seed Is going to be a sub-500 team In the Western Conference For the first time in forever So It, it is definitely intriguing And I agree with you Karen, Like it will be awesome To have a new face It will be Great to have a Boogie Cousins In the playoffs Even if it's like The first round against Golden State And it's Going to be a four game sweep But Like it, it is going to be good To have some of these New guys in uh,
0: Um. So- uh Akshay, do you have one last as a final word? Uh a title favorite if you have to make a if you have to make a choice on it right now.
1: Um well you're putting me on the spot. I surely yes. as start. much as I said that you know I'm looking forward to these series, San Antonio, how they play, I think Cleveland is is still gonna I mean at the end of it they'll be the last team standing. I I I I I they, I mean LeBron is He's he's just too good. He's just shown that you know he alone can be a, 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 a game, the difference in a in a close game, a game changer. I, I I just think that whatever he's done is basically put his team under pressure uh, because he he realizes that you know this has to be dealt with in phases and like now he's signalling that you know we're now moving towards the business end of the season. I think Lebron is going to uh, and and Cleveland will, will repeat if, if you are putting me on the spot. I, I don't like uh, predicting this early but uh, on a slightly different subject, I just hate you guys for not mentioning Kevin Hart and I'm really looking forward to him playing in this All-Star Celebrity game and winning his fifth MVP is award. He, no he, guy has ever done that. Is he gonna play? I don't think it's been announced
2: yet.
0: They need to bring uh, our main man abhishek bachchan back in the scene
2: you know uh, yeah. uh, after yeah, his uh, after uh, he played in jeans how many minutes did he get last time
0: i, I, I don't know man but you know he, he 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 left it all out there you know it was it was it was his greatest performance since guru
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like that has like six or seven cheap shots under it yeah, I, I love that statement um yeah. also i mean it's did
0: you guys see the news about uh, Satnam Singh asking Abhishek to play him in his uh, in yes. movie about his life uh, between yeah.
2: that and the whole WWE thing i don't know what's my favorite satnam story of the, of the month so far i
0: it's, i love i love the ridiculousness of all of that because abhishek is about 20 years older and a foot shorter than, Sat- than satnam huh. so and, and i hope he starts i hope he starts from a 15 year old satnam i hope he, i hope he goes all the way back to the village cuz that'd be awesome <laughs> Who gets to play you Karan. in
2: that story, Karan?
0: Oh, I'll just play myself. I'm, you know. Kairi
1: Owing, do you oh. should know that Kaushik. Oh. I mean, Kyrie Owing is Kar- Karan's doppelganger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've never gotten that before, but sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've always had this that Karan leads this, you know, this kind of double life where uh, he's known as Karan Madhuk to us. And then you know he goes, he disappears in the middle of the night, India time, and because he's donned on his game jersey, and he turns up as Kyrie Irving for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, The familiarity is cannot be cannot be denied. Kaushik, Koshik, now
0: you know why why I wasn't covering the Cavs Wizards game. That's right.
1: uh, Yeah, he was playing, dude. He was playing. He made. I had to
0: score score nine points in overtime. Had to. Yeah, he was
1: making those clutch plays. (laughs) <laughs> good, um, show, good show, <laughs> Karan.
2: I mean, Kairi. Thanks a lot. Yeah, um, I, I don't think any of us were expecting that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I can get on board with that. Seriously, there are some there are some familiar features, I think. That,
0: uh, that said, uh, let me take the r- r- round way around to answer uh, the question I asked about the title contenders. Quote-unquote, uh, my, quote my Kairi Cleveland Cavaliers, even though I'm not a Kairi fan, are… <laughs> I think th- I think they got lucky last season. I d- I don't think they. I-, I think there was a series of many for unfortunate events for the Warriors that lost them the title. Um, I don't think the Warriors will make that mistake this year, and they have Kevin Durant who get who get to the line every time. There is an issue with Steph Curry can't you know feels nervous that he's been guarded too close. KD will get to the line. Uh, I think the Warriors win the title this year. Koshik?
2: Yeah. And look, you, you could go either way, but I think i I pick Cleveland again. I don't think it was a fluke, but I think that Cleveland is now a little bit more in Golden State's head than they were last year. And I think that that has a huge role to play. When LeBron has the mental advantage in front of you, it's going to be a tough challenge for uh, Golden State. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm actually quite surprised to uh, hear that you're not a fan of yourself, aka Kyrie Irving. Uh, the way Kyrie Irving plays against Steph Curry, it's like... He wants to tell the whole world that you're giving that guy too much attention and not me. That's that's how he plays, and I love seeing that version of Kyrie. And we saw a little bit of that in in overtime, a um, couple of days ago. And clutch Kyrie is my favorite kind of Kyrie.
0: Um, so on that very clutch note, Kaushik, should we call an end to this modded All Star episode? I think so. Uh, thank, thanks yes.
1: Akshay for joining us once again. Thanks, thanks guys. I so. had a, had a uh, blast uh, once again connecting with both of you and great fun. It's,
0: it's, it's always very educational to learn from you Akshay and your very strange doppelganger <laughs> observations. <laughs>
1: I've been telling you that for years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks a lot Akshay. man.
0: I, I enjoy no, the rest okay. of… Oh and, and are we going to see you on TV anytime soon? Akshay was on NBA <laughs> uh, Around the Hoop recently.
1: I I don't
0: know. As in when they call me, I go. Okay. Uh, so, uh, on that note, we say goodbye to TV personality Akshay Manwani. That's right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Take care, man. Thanks, guys. Okay. Okay, bye. So, I want to thank Akshay for, uh, for coming on, for talking to us for nearly an hour about so many different NBA related things. And, and, you know, not only keeping us with, up with our ridiculousness, but adding good doses of his own.
2: <laughs> that's a that's a good way to put it uh yeah if, if it's left to the both of us I think you might have had uh, s- something that goes completely off tangent in the first minute but good good for a bit
0: too much boogie and swaggy pee. it would have just been the boogie swaggy pee podcast
2: yeah speaking of which have they ever played on a team before they should they should
0: they haven't <laughs> uh although that sounds like a great the, the swaggy boogie team that it sounds like a great team or a great band yeah it, it, it works In many ways, in many situations.
2: Yeah. Guys, if Akshay hadn't joined us, the whole podcast would have been something like this. (laughs)
0: Um, So, uh, you know, as we talk in depth about the All-Star Weekend, uh, one of the things I forgot to mention, actually, and this is one of the more important, um, I mean, more relevant for the Indian audience with some news. Uh, India will be represented at the All-Star Weekend, not, I mean maybe a celebrity will show up maybe abhishek Bachchan will be announced we, we don't know that yet but we're definitely going to be represented in a in a more basketball <laughs> basketball related capacity view. capacity <laughs> uh two so the N- nba is basketball without borders event nb and fiba you know as you guys know they hold diff- continental bwb events every year and and a, a few years ago, they started doing an, a global camp at the All-Star Weekend, where they take the best international players, like young players, you know, high school age, 50 to 60 players, to the All-Star Weekend, and and, and it's like an international <laughs> camp of, of the best young players in the world. And for the first time, there's going to be two young Indian players on this list. Wow. Uh, which is which is amazing. So Priyanka Prabharaka from uh, Kerala, and Ashe Varma from Hyderabad, Uh the, uh, will, are on the women's and the men's roster respectively uh, Priyanka is a, is a shooting guard who, who was in our um, under 18 team that played in the FIBA under 18 in Bangkok and um, Ashe is 7 foot tall and 17 years old he uh, he only apparently discovered basketball just a year ago and uh, and, got, and got, got great reviews for like you know his early initial feel for the game at the BWB he was in Melbourne BWB so, um, I, I'm glad for these two. I hope I hope they have, they have a good experience in New Orleans.
2: Yeah, it's it's huge then. You know, if there are only sixty people getting picked at the world stage and for two Indians to be there, it's, it's fantastic yeah. news. And to get started that early, I even say seventeen, eighteen is a bit late, but it's, it's a bit it, too late, yeah. Yeah, but even getting that exposure which some of our guys like Vishesh and your know, Amjot and Amri did not have even five or six years yeah. ago. So that's it's it's massive. Indian basketball is definitely on the rise.
0: And they'll get to be coached by, you know, I think um, Emmanuel Moody will be there, Thornmaker Maker. <laughs> Myers Leonard, so there's gonna be a, a bunch of NBA players who will get to meet, so that's cool. yeah
2: oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, Kaushik, any more closing thoughts you have about about uh, the future of India basketball slash NBA?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a wide range of topics, which is so very wide range of topics. Everything we cover on hoop dash. To be honest, but no, yeah. yeah, I, I think I think like we spoke about a lot of interesting. So the key takeaway is that like India's got two amazing events coming up. And everybody who lives in those respective cities should make it a point to go see them and uh, and enjoy the NBA All-Star game, I guess. Uh, And on that note, I think it's time to say goodbye to this uh, episode number 42. uh, Rather long episode number 42, but it has to be long to give the answer to universe life and everything else, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And if you want to reach out to Karan or me, we are both on Twitter. Karan is at Upistani. I am at underscore Kaushik7 and the podcast is at Hoop uh, You can also reach us on Facebook, um, Podbean, iTunes, SoundCloud and a bunch of other places. So we are going to be like, um, Boogie Cousins is going to be on the skills challenge floor, right? <laughs> All over the place. <laughs> All over the place. That's right. Uh, so thanks again to each and every one of you for listening to us, for subscribing to us, for following us. Um, I hope you've had a good January and enjoy the Enjoy the all-star game